Okay, sorry. Now, now we're fucking riding the high of the first Doom Cycle track. Yeah, we just recorded people. Yeah. Yeah! Live in fucking the Bunker Poon. Yeah, we did. Fucking. Now it's official. Bunker Poon is truly a studio. The first song for our upcoming EP. That's an EP, by the way. Yeah. Or an extended play, if you're into longer words. Isn't that weird saying extended play is actually. Like, how is that shorter than a long play? I don't get it. I don't do math. It's like saying you've got a bigger dick if it's like a tuna can versus if it's like a Foster's can. You know what was awesome? Like, back in the old days when we go in the studio, everybody would do their tracks, right? And then the vocalist would have to do his tracks, and and the rest of us would make faces at him and shit the whole time. I think we were really nice to Bill today. We didn't. I think so. Yeah. He had to record his tracks. Trying not to look at you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just think think of grandma and baseball, grandma and baseball, grandma and baseball. Just think of that. We got all one way. That's to to not come. Sorry. It's a totally different thing to think about when you don't want to fuck up and laugh. Yeah. Got a. Click, right. cheers. click it up. Yeah, yeah. cheers, fellas. Cheers. Doomsicle. Hey! Warning. This show has been found to be extremely off-putting, irresponsible, and exhausting. Listener discretion is advised. Is that that peaking? It is. That's some good shit right there. <sighs> so delicious. Yeah. Ooh. Welcome back, everyone, to the Metal Nerdery Podcast here in lovely and talented Bunker Poon Studios. We're now it's official. Doom Sickle has recorded their first track. Yep. On vocals, we got Billiam. That's me. Way the fuck over there. On bass guitar, we got Russell. Hey, everybody. Ooh. Yeah, and on rhythm and lead guitar, we got Wheeler. And the fellow that's not here who contributed would be uh, Chad Wedlake. And that dude is a blessing for sure. Yeah, he, he, he kicked ass on drums. And, and I kind of apologize for calling him the bass player of drummers a few weeks ago. That's okay. I mean, but I appreciate what he was trying to do, though, with the, the click thing. Because that's hard to do when you, when you record live without one because you're kind of just going with the feel. If you want to skip the nonsense and go straight to the meat of the episode, check the show notes for the hashtag docket. You know what I want to do the next time I'm lucky enough to actually get uh, inside a lady? I want to try and fuck with a metronome and see how it works. <laughs> yeah, just, just to see. And like just start speeding it up and just see how long I can kind of keep going. I remember recording uh, back in the Spitting Crickets days. That's uh, such a weird name, dude. Yeah, I don't know where y'all came up I with that. I don't either. But we were over at uh, Tommy Ward's studio up in Duluth, Georgia. And Duluth. Tommy Homas Christofferson was on drums. And uh, God, we gave him so much shit. And Tommy Ward was like, nope, start over. Nope, start over. <laughs> you, you're going too fast. You, you, you speed up, slow down. Well, was he kind of like a production Nazi in terms of like just on the nose? Every well, time he, he wanted everything away. to be in time. Oh, okay. yeah. you know? and, uh, and Tommy's an awesome drummer. But he when he starts playing fast, he he speeds up. You know, he gets yeah. faster. And uh, fucking Tommy would come out from around the mixing board and go... <laughs> what, like, like a human click track, basically? Yeah. I thought Tommy Christopherson was going to kill Tommy Ward. He's like, fuck! That would have been entertaining to watch, for yeah, sure. It was, it was fun. Yeah, you know, I just thought about something. This is kind of completely unrelated to everything we're talking about. I'm sure it is. I love Goblin oh, Cock. Wow, I almost thought that, that got cut mean? off. No. Well, no, that wasn't what no. I was thinking about. 
But it kind of relates in a way. So you know how <laughs> everything is monetized now? Like everything. Sure. Every fucking thing. It's like no matter if you want extra bacon on your sandwich or fucking, you know, extra power window on your car or something. Except, everything is monetized. The Metal Nerdy Podcast. Go yeah, ahead. We're not monetized yet. Well, I mean, we kind of are. We've got a Patreon, but that's another story. Go ahead. But anyway, my point is, is everything is so fucking monetized. It's almost to the point of... You know, it's like if you go to a hooker, like, do you got to pay extra for toothless blowjobs and stinkless anal? I mean, that's where we're at now. It's like, oh, no, no, stinkless anal, that's an extra $400. <laughs> what the fuck? There's a, it could happen, dude. I don't know. I don't know if it actually does happen. I've never visited a lady of the night. But You don't remember that old joke? Lady. If I put a quarter in here, will your teeth fold back? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but I was lucky enough one time to get ahead from a girl that had no teeth, which was kind of oh, cool. Yeah. She wasn't 90. Don't worry about it. Yeah, she Waffle was a House, girl. Waffle House waitress. No, she just uh, had really bad oral hygiene. But she did have dentures, but she took them out. That was kind of fun. And you put, your, you put your dick in there. <laughs> I mean, why would you, you wouldn't. Yeah, you got a point. <laughs> got a point. Uh, See? Ah, very nice. I still love that that's a button. All right, so is there a beer in the episode or not? Oh, there, uh, well, I'm drinking it, and I guess Russell's not. So. Yeah, I can't handle well, it. Fucking am I doing it? Okay. Okay, well, I already opened it, so you can't take a picture unless you do it from afar. It's a Al Cacino vodka spiked mocha latte. This motherfucker has got 13.5% alcohol ABV. Holy fucking fuck fuck. And it tastes like vodka. Six times distilled American vodka with coffee, cream liquor, cream liqueur, imported coca, and natural flavors. That's cocoa, not cocaine. Howie's spiked. Vodka spiked mocha latte. Very good, Matthew. Sorry, dude. I'm trying. I feel weird doing your thing, but it's I'm like- kind of digging it. I like to sit back and watch it. You know, cuckold. <laughs> <laughs> I like to sit back and watch it. Beer episode. Yeah, this thing's strong as fuck, and we're probably only doing one today because Doomsickle made its debut here in the bunker poon. So, yeah, I would give it a. I give it a. You know what? Get some more of these for the next session okay for sure yeah because they're really good yeah they are tasty but if you get some of these for the next time uh day drinking to yeah well, well see the offset. problem is i've got a gig tonight and uh, yeah i can't if i drank a couple of those i'd be fucked so ultra twinkle fud that's yeah. what the word is yeah so anyway but i would uh hail to how he spiked um, Whatever the fuck it's Al Cacino, yeah, that's fucking Al Cacino. That's a great name. I mean, it is. It is I didn't. A great I didn't it's even a great think fucking about it. drink, man. I can't tell you, it's so fucking great. Okay. <laughs> and it's. It looks like it's got a freight train on the front, which is not. That's what it's going to hit you like. Thirteen point five percent. Holy fucking fuck. Yeah. Uh, well, <sighs> let's see. Here. I'm still kind of riding the high. Yeah, that was fun. Debut. That was fun. That yeah. Was fun. Yeah, we could we could talk about that a little bit. Um, we're not going to debut it. We're we're, we're going to make. Wait. I think everybody should hear all the songs once they're done. Yeah, foreplay. Yeah. Give everybody. We're not going to Metallica this button. shit. You know, we're should not going to. Should yeah. give them a little taste at the end of the episode. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little. Taste. Yeah. Maybe yeah. drop in like the. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Drop in just a little bit. Yeah. So that was fun. We recorded a song. I hadn't recorded a song in quite some time, and. Uh, yeah, it's it's actually fun. Uh, I could do that. It yeah. is fun. Although yeah. the bad thing is, is you realize that when you get to be our age, how fucking out of shape we are. Cause yeah. it's like, you forget your joints and stuff have to work to be able to finger properly right. and all that kind of stuff. And it's, 
your arm, and it's like, okay, is it a heart attack, or am I just out of shape, or is it well, joints, or what it is was it? It's certainly weird for me because I haven't done that in, I mean, on occasion we'll get together and jam at Tommy's right. house or something yeah. or whatever, but that's like once a year yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking nailed it in one take. I mean, it was good. Indeed. Uh, I appreciate it. Indeed. I think we all, we were, that that was was the one. I was a little nervous on what it was going to sound like. Uh, That was the one take wonder sessions. I took a few takes, but uh, Matthew, he recorded uh, two guitar tracks in one take. I mean, well, each guitar track took one take with solos and everything. I was impressed. Yeah. I was impressed. I I think the the dual solos worked out really cool. That's going to sound good. Guitar player. Yeah. I was a little crampy there toward the end. I was like, oh, come on. Think about, okay, so I gig. I, I play about once a month. Uh, you know, we'll play a gig. Uh, That's more than I gig, bro. Twice this month. But here's the problem. I will hurt for the next three days. Like my knees. Really? Yeah. Is it just from standing on stage and it moving is. around? It is because I'm out of shape. If I did it, if we played, you know, if we practiced once a week and did a gig once a week, I'd probably be fine. But sure. now yeah, when I play be conditioned gig, to it. Yeah, but it's like. It's fun. I love it. Obviously, I still do it. Yeah. You know, but uh, all day tomorrow and Monday, I will be a fucking wreck. Well, it's kind of like the same with like if I if I'm lucky enough to have sex, I'm so out of shape afterwards. Yeah. Like, I feel like I've done a ton of crunches because I'm not used to uh, the core. <laughs> right. So yeah. when I get done, I'm like, oh fuck! I feel like I did five thousand sit ups. It's like, no, dude, you just got laid. And you just don't do it enough. Yeah. And the waterboarding too. That takes a lot out of you. <laughs> It's like I'm literally sweating salt when it gets done. It's just, it's just dry coming out of my pores. I forgot just, about that. It's like a reverse baked potato. It's just like the salt's just emitting from the skin. It's just waterboarding. Nice call. So, uh, yeah. You know, um, William ran an ad for the podcast, and it got a lot of uh, views. That ad is funny as fuck, and I think I it's believe just us laughing. <laughs> it's yeah. us laughing yeah, yeah. and a toast at the end. But I think that might be from the live evil episode. I'm I not believe 100%. it is. Yeah, I think yeah. it was after yeah. the big yeah that part yeah holy shit that was hilarious, that was hilarious. So, so so for you faithfuls out there who yes. listen to us, God bless you, <laughs> bless you to death. Yeah. Um, we're, we're really trying to uh, move this thing forward and, you know, make it something that we could do, you know, so we can buy a yacht. Yeah. Each. Well, actually I just like to not work that fucking job. I work anymore. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So, uh, we, we are going to have uh Patreon and uh, we'll talk more about that. And uh, Patreon, Patreon or Patreon, is, which one is, I it? think it's Patreon I think as Patreon. in like, as in like a, patron is right. it? you know what you can be different and call it patreon russell i'm well, not gonna yeah. i'm not gonna penalize you well, you can pat my i just didn't want on. the hate to come in oh i'm not gonna <laughs> penalize you there you go yeah unless you want me to okay so patreon Sorry. yeah what was that oh fuck uh, uh, was d- uh do we have uh correspondence yeah that, i didn't mean to that's oh, what oh, i was I'm gonna bring it in oh We're, oh something Wait, really cool stick it in i was gonna stick it in okay something i thought was really cool is our correspondence is starting to go oh it's jacking up bro i gotta i gotta it's what it's jacking up okay sorry mark the time i did get a a message the other day from uh it's either norvin or norveen okay up in uh up in the greater oregon area and I don't know if, oh, shit, what happened to my... Oh, uh, uh, yeah, see. Uh, okay, where the fuck is my <laughs> metal nerdery shit? Uh, okay. That's not cool. <laughs> well, I was trying to, f- to find the name of the... Uh, what the fuck, man? What's going on with... You can do it. 
Uh, something's fucked up with the. I mean, we're only recording a show. Yeah, it's just you know, take your time. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to. <laughs> I was try, okay, hold on. I was trying to. Here, okay, here we go. Hold on. I'll, so what? So it's either Norvin or Norvine, but uh, so. Dick pic. God damn it! I can't oh. fucking <laughs> messenger. You know what you're doing over there? Tough guy? No, it's all fucked up. It's not fucking working like I'm supposed are to be able on, to just. Uh, are, are you, you connected? connected? Yeah, I'm in the book, and I'm supposed to be able to just switch. Are you connected? Okay, now it's there. There you go. <laughs> Wasn't my fault. Not, not y'all. That was aimed for... Okay, so so the band is called... Uh, anyway, Norvin or Norvine. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right or wrong. But you, can, you can leave us a voicemail if you want to tell me which way to say it. <laughs> but uh, they... I'm going to say they because I don't know if it's a dude or chick. Yeah, gotcha. Or both. Or, or if it's a group of people. Somewhere. Could be, could, could be a group. Yeah. Uh, but... They have got a friend called Blast Femur, as in like a leg. Blast Femur. And I uh, listened to it a little bit the other night. Kind of cool. Uh, there's cool. a song called uh, Guess I'll Just Die, which is kind of cool. The Ballad of Third Street. Can we find this on the... On the YouTubes? Yeah. You sure could. That's what we're asking. It's, so It's B-L-A-S-T and then F-E-M-U-R. So we would consider... Consider we'll play the shit time. Ooh, yeah, yeah. In the episode, he or they or she or it was okay. referring to was the Caius episode. Okay, and apparently we had shit on Oregon. Oh, point. really? I don't know. I mean, Norvin basically said, you know, we do have the good relaxers. It's like, well, yeah. But it was kind of like that's all we've got, really. I mean, and communism. Actually, kind of. From my understanding, it was one of the most beautiful states to visit. Was at one point. And Was. so I'm not shitting on it. I'm just saying, like lately, <laughs> what have you done for me lately? Yeah, right. Yeah, it's uh, you know, but you know, that's that's Portland. That's that's the shithole. I think everything around it. There's lots of homeless. There's lots of socialism. But there's a lot of drugs. It's really good. I guess I'll just die. Yeah, let's do it. I think it's pretty rad. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Old school. Yeah. Oh. Hell yeah. What up, G? Southland. Or Silly Goose. Actus Reyes is doing another another show with Silly yeah. Goose coming up. I think maybe at the Blackstrap. 
Oh, they would. No, there's no way they could. I got to go to that place, dude, because every time you say Blackstrap, I feel like that's like a dildo wholesale warehouse. Or Should something. we show them the video I showed you earlier? Just a moment of it. I thought it was pretty cool. Is it porn? It's T Pain doing war pics. I've seen that, dude. Oh, okay. That is rad. It's it, fucking, it's fucking rad. really it's very good. good. So. good yeah. In fact, I think I saw somewhere where Ozzy said that. That was the most impressive thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I, th- I think he was like highly impressed. Like, well, he holy should be because shit. it was badass. It was really yeah, good. It was it was towards the end, when it went sing. to the church organ, and it's just the power, man. Yeah. The power is fucking yeah. killer. Ethan, the, Ethan the, showed me that, my son. Oh, really? Yeah, he was like, Dad, you got to watch this. And I was like, Holy fuck, that's good. I saw it on the socials just like as I was, you know, toggling between that and trans. You know what I like stuff. best, though, watching that video? Is the girls in the background sitting on the couches? They're like, uh, they got this dance going, but you know they don't know what fucking song that is. They're just <laughs> hey, like, if they're, if they're getting off and it makes the labs wet, then hey, good for them. That's all I'm saying. There you go. Yeah. Okay, so uh, do we have any uh, we, correspondence? We did. Oh, okay. So you can hit us up on the socials, on uh, Institutes, InstaVag, Facebook, YouBoobs, uh, at Metal Nerdery Podcast. Did you laugh? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you can send us an email at metalnerdery at gmail.com, which you can also send us your shit to, to metalnerdery at gmail.com. And if you want to leave us a voicemail, you can give us a call and leave us a voicemail at 980-666-8182. Yeah! Damn, that felt good. I'm all fired up after the studio show, man. That's the trip. G'day, lads. Uh, 666 is uh, confused. Trip 6. Hey, do you have a uh, Dumbest Listener Award? <laughs> Not yet. I think I just won it. <laughs> um, hey, Billy, do you do the press all the buttons to do all the audio effects like I love Goblin Cock? Yes, he does. Yes, he Thank does. you very much. Um, I love when I love Goblin Cock plays over Matthew's uh, artistic diatribes. But, um, Jen, I'm really fucking confused because all this past year of uh, audio pleasure you three jizzing into my earbulbs, yeah. I thought that Goblin Cock is like to hastily eat. You know, so someone is greedily scoffing down penis. But... Greedily. I looked at the show notes, and it's Goblin, G-O-B-L-I-N. That's right. So I'm fucking confused. Can it's you uh, set 666 straight here, please? Is it a supernatural, orc-like, humanoid creature that you're sucking there, dick? Or you're sucking you, or, dick or is, is it just a you know, goblin, like, <laughs> greedily scarfing down a cock? Yeah. I just don't know. Well, that too. Uh, Maybe give him uh, 30 seconds of Goblin Cock. You are number six. Thank you, Trip Six. <laughs> we love you. By, by the way, uh, for the record, they like to give me shit because I don't have a lady in my life. So I think the assumption is, man, must be Goblin Cock all the time. But it's always kind of, a, that's the whole, I love the helmet. I love Goblin Cock. We're, I do love Goblin Cock. The band. <laughs> the band. <laughs> I've never actually gobbled I penis. I love Goblin Cock. See, I've never gobbled penis in my life. Yeah. Although I wish I could suck my own dick, that would be really cool. Uh, I mean, I, I, I mean, who doesn't, dude? That's gonna be a button. Is that gay? I, if you do it yourself, well, I give myself a hand job every day, so I'm that's giving true. a man that's a, a hand. Okay. So I mean, yeah. let's do some fucking goblin cock. <laughs> let's show Trip Six what it's all about. Right, well, what do you want to hear? Just uh, pick one. Flumed. 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 <laughs> that's from 
Necronama Donkey Kong. I'm a con. Sam meets Tool. Yeah. Quick Tool. This is stumped. This is old school Goblin Cock. Kind of more stonery. Oh, dude. Yeah. I feel Anyway, trip six, so that that's where we're at. So yeah. um, we were we were doing a stoner episode, and we played them for the first time, I guess. We did, and and I got tickled because a the name and b I really enjoyed the band, and I couldn't help it. And then Bill fucking captured it as in the I love Goblin the Cock magic that happens here at Bunker Poon International. It was like fucking hey, we got we that's got to be a button, indeed. And now my entire family thinks I'm gay, probably because I just don't have a lady in my life, but it's like, it's fine. You know, the funniest thing about the transcription on the voicemail here, uh, I think it it was where it said, uh, where where was it? Autistic Diet Diet Tribes. That's a good band name. Diet (laughs) Tribe. Dude, we're Diet Tribe. I mean, it's better than a diatribe. I mean, I, I appreciate the fact that Trip Six speaks very excellent english all right i think so, it's because you know he's an aussie do we have another one we yeah we do let's go with ken he's new ken from connecticut is he new? Ken, no he's, no, he's, he's yeah. not new ken's good all right I like ken let's go with ken hey ken from connecticut hey ken from connecticut and uh just enjoyed your uh what was it the thrash episode loved it um guys brought up armored saint uh not sure if any of you guys have uh, listened yet, but their last album, Punch in the Sky, is a pretty amazing album. Uh, Check it out. You guys should do a dive on it, or at least play the the uh, killer intro, Punching the Sky. Um, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. All right. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Ken. Thank you, Ken. Thank you. The last hey. one I got, I think it was, I don't know the year. It might have been like 2014 or 15-ish. I don't remember which Armored Saint album it is. I'd have to go back and consult my library. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it was that one, but um, it was good for sure. Sweet. Armored Saint's kind of one of those that are kind of good to just have in the tool belt, you know? Well, they got like a huge cult following. Huge. 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 Yeah. By the way, y'all do know that Donald Trump speaks from the tits, right? A lot of people speak from the heart. <laughs> He completely speaks from the tits every time. That fucking China thing you sent. <laughs> Holy hell. 
Did like you see China. that? My yeah. face hurt from fucking laughing so hard. I couldn't stop laughing. Look at what China's doing. They're learning from China. 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 China is the new China, by the way. That's fucking hilarious. I bet I, I bet so I watched good. that. Before just, I send it to you, I bet I watched it like five or six times. <laughs> and I was the same way. I was just like, oh my God, I can't. I was like, oh, it hurts. That <laughs> yeah, shit was funny. For sure. That was good. Did you share it to the page? I didn't, but I will tonight. I'll yeah, do it tonight for sure. You got it. That was great. And the, the funny thing was, though, it was like it was a it was a Huff Post post. So oh. it was like, which they hate him. Which, by the way, uh, they they made fun of when he said "big league." Yeah. That that was where "big league" big came league. from. Yeah, right. It's big league. Yeah, like the fucking major leagues, like, like you know, bubblegum. Like it's fucking big league. It's huge. <laughs> big league chew. <laughs> Look at what China's doing. They're learning from China. I have to have my China. <laughs> he's talking to like Greta. And she's like, "Well, Matt, Wisconsin, where I'm from." He's like, "It's China to me." <laughs> There's another one where he's literally just saying billions and billions and billions and billions, and it's literally just it just keeps going. It's that. And I'm like, holy shit, that's awesome. Holy shit, we got a we got an email? Dude, it's it's gonna be like the fucking episode of nothing but correspondence, and we'll just have to do a docket as a separate episode. Got an email here from Dylan. 20 year coming up is the subject. Hey guys, I fucking love your podcast. Makes my work day a little more tolerable since I've discovered you guys some sometime last year. I have a two-part question though relating to Pantera and Dime. Since this year is sadly the marking 20 years since time's passing, I was curious where you guys were. Or when you heard about Where it. were you guys when you heard about Dimebag's passing? Sorry, dude, that was my fault. And do you think Pantera would have gotten back together if Dimebag was still alive? Would love to hear your thoughts. Get your pool. I think they I definitely would have gotten back I think together. they definitely would have gotten back together. I remember getting the news because. This was when I don't remember if I was officially married yet or if the wife to be was cohabitation with me mm. or if it was sometime or maybe I was at her house or something. But she used to listen to like morning radio and they'd announced this mm. and it was some show like uh, fucking not even like a rock and metal show. It was like it just made the news because yeah. I guess it wasn't. And I was just like, holy fucking shit. Like, I was kind of blown away. I was like, yeah. no, nah, there's no way that fucking happened. Yeah. Like, why would that happen? And then a couple of days later, me and some friends that I used to jam with, some some dudes I used to jam with, <laughs> we actually went out and kind of celebrated, like a post-dime celebration, got some shots of Jaeger and kind yeah. of, you know. But it was it was sad because it was, it was kind of like it wasn't real. Yeah. I was like, no, nah, there's no fucking way, man. I was like, first of all, this isn't even a fucking metal station, so it's it's offensive that they're reporting this. And it's offensive that, you know, they're saying that he got killed. I'm like, no way. There's no. Yeah. And then the more I started seeing the news and it was all over the place, you know, it was. Yeah. So, yeah, terrible. it was Dylan. It was definitely, uh, it was a shocker. It was not the best of news. But I do think had Dime survived, I think they would have eventually gotten back together. Yeah. Because yeah. I think they were kind of already on that path in a way, even after the. I think ego. The older you get, the ego kind of goes away. Sure. You know, and obviously Phil's has changed over the years, yeah. you know. And well, and they realized that the press was responsible for a lot of that yeah. ridiculous oh, shit talking she, and stuff. He said, she said. Well, they got to stir shit up because otherwise they don't have a fucking job. So they well, got to keep poking the of, bear. A lot of stuff between them yeah. that nobody knows except for them. Or right, that nobody right. needed to know either. Oh, sure. Yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. So, so. I, th I think you're right. Eventually, it would have just been, hey, man, 
Let's just. I love you. You love yeah, me. Let's fucking jam. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it would have been that. Yeah. And so. I think had they done that, had they lived through that, as I forget, because I know Vinnie Paul died a few years, quite a few years after that, yeah. I believe. Yeah. I think they would have probably gone on to, as big as they are now with the whole reunion thing, I think it would be even bigger than that. Y'all saw oh, yeah. that they're playing fucking Madison Square Garden in yeah. February, right? Yeah. Two, two, two. It's going to be fucking rad. Yeah. If y'all are in New York and lucky enough to go afford tickets, yeah, you know, considering New York's the home of high prices, inflationary high stuff. Prices. If you can afford to go buy tickets, go fucking see Pantera and go check out our Pantera episode if you're wanting some feedback. Yeah, it was a good show. Yeah, it was excellent. It wasn't the same, but it was still it was still well worth it. Yeah. For all, sure. All the episodes, metalnerdery.com slash Pantera. Oh, look at that. Look oh, at that. God. Uh, Bill's on top of it. Yeah. Dude, by the way, uh, Al Cacino. See? Holy fuck, man. He's yeah. fucking hitting me like a fucking freight train on the cover of the cow, okay? He's going to need crackers. <laughs> I'm, dude, I'm fine, dude. I got water in the car. <laughs> dude, I sweated out. I, I waterboarded my guitar earlier, so it was fine. By the way, I, I've got a... Uh, in case anybody's wondering, I use finger ease. Yeah, you do. It's a guitar lube. It's for, your, for, it's for your pleasure. It's for your strings. Well, basically, it keeps your hands from getting like... My strings aren't that bad. Those strings are well-seasoned. I didn't want to bring over my ESP because it's got new strings on it. And I knew I was like, that's going to be a problem if I bring it over because it's going to keep those going on tune. right before we recorded. Really? So yeah. fresh strings? Yeah. You know what's weird, though? I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because guitar players just get shit and if it's like, you know... The guitar gods are kind of like, <laughs> it's like the bass gods are just new bass strings never seem to go out of tune. New guitar yeah. strings all the fucking time. Yeah. Yeah. Bass no strings matter how much you stretch them. Don't really have that problem, but, but they sound so much better. They do. New they're brighter. Springs, yeah. yeah. They're brighter bass and poppier. Strings, springs, whatever. Same thing. But, but it, every time it's like bass strings will stay in tune forever, but guitar strings, it's like you could put a brand new set tuned to pitch, ready to go. Step out of the stage. One bend, hit you know the what, tuner. You know what EVH's guitar tech did? What? Boiled them. I've heard that. I he heard you could do that also to clean them. He would boil them for five minutes before putting them on the guitar. Like a fresh set? Really? Yeah, brand new really? set. Drop them in a boiling water for five minutes. And supposedly that heat takes care of the stretching Interesting. Or for a new guitar Well, because you know yourself as a former guitar player that you're always supposed to like you know stretch them out a little bit kind of get the cores sort of worked out yeah sort of right. kind of like before you fuck or exercise or play music in the bunker pen you gotta stretch out and kind of get a little right. limber get loosey goosey of, yeah yeah but i've heard that about the bowling like bass strings i never heard that about guitar strings though. that's that's it's the rumor i don't know if that's a hundred percent accurate but I read this, I mean, when I was a teenager. That seems like the weirdest pasta ever, doesn't it? <laughs> like, yeah. but like, can you imagine putting six pieces of pasta in boiling water? <laughs> it's like, okay, uh, I'm going to boil the pasta. <laughs> it's like, no, nah, dude, it's guitar strings. No, it's the same thing, dude. It's guitar pasta. No, it dude, different. guitar pasta. <laughs> That's a BBQ episode. You got to do that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how you're going to do it, but. I don't either. Yeah. You can you can make I I have faith, Billy. We're like it. a million miles into this episode. We so, are, probably. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh. You know, let's bust it out. Well, you know what? In honor of, well, not in honor of Doomsickle necessarily, but in the in the spirit of local metal, yes, we got to talk about some fucking Stuck Mojo. Absolutely, because we saw them when they were still 
a local band before they were signed, playing before the they were room. anybody. Playing at the rec room. Before Pig Walk, before Rising, before yeah. Declaration of a Headhunter, we saw them at the, I saw them, I remember seeing them the first time at the ballroom. Okay. Which was fucking rad. Uh, well, I'd never seen them, and all I'd heard, because in the, our circle, circle and the bands, it was like, dude, have you seen Mojo? Mm-hmm. No. You got to see that. And this was before the whole rap metal thing was even a thing. Really? Yeah, it was. But they way they before, were the first. Way they, before. Well, they were one of the first, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And it was probably early 90s-ish for me, I think. So it was whenever the ballroom was, so like 91, 92-ish. Yeah. Yep. And blew my fucking mind when I saw him. I saw, I'd never heard anything like that, ever. This was before all the rap metal shit and all that. It was like. I've never heard anything like this. I went to a show at the ballroom and I can't remember what it was. <clears throat> I remember being there and some people were like, when we leave here, we're going to the rec room to watch Mojo. I bet that room would slam with them in there. And I'd, ne- I'd never heard of them. And they're like, I can't remember who all it was, but it was a group of our old thrasher, you know, friends. That we Circle. Hung out yeah. Right. And uh, <clears throat> so, yeah, we watched the band we went to see at the, at the ballroom, which I can't remember. It might've been, Akathisia. I, I don't know. It was somebody. It was uh, yeah. one of the local thrash bands. Sorry, I thought you were trying to. <laughs> no, I, was I, just th- I thought Bill was trying to do the. But anyway, we all loaded up caravan down to fucking uh, rec room downtown on Marietta Street in Atlanta. And, uh, was that your first time seeing him? It was first time seeing Stuck Mojo, and I knew, I mean, immediately, I was like, these guys are... Did Rich have his hat? Yeah. Yeah, that was what I thought was rad, the fucking cowboy hat. And I was just like, <laughs> it's fucking sound, dude. Holy shit, it's sound. Like, I just- recognize this dude. I recognize this guy playing guitar. Like, I knew him from somewhere, and then I found out he was he like worked at uh, like the Mall of Georgia, or not Mall of Georgia, Gwinnett. Corner, mall corners movie theater okay. or some shit. Yeah. yeah, he worked in that theater. Oh, I was nice. like, that's where I did it. Oh, back before it got sketchy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's I'm easy. dying over He's He's dying over here. Anyway. It's just a tumor. It's fine. Just cough it all out and spit it into a cup I think later. I, was, I want to say I was with Jay Morrell and, and Brad possibly when, and, at the stuck. But anyway, went and saw him at the rec room, which the rec room was a small, uh, very heavy small. metal venue. You know, yeah. and it was killer. I mean, it was just, it was, it was yeah, yeah, it was dirty and just fucking cool. That's, that's the vibe for metal, especially for local metal. Did you see him when they played at uh, Gwinnett Place? I heard about it. They I did. play. I forget, I figure if it was uh, Turtles or Blockbuster Tape Music World or, or what, or it might shit. have been yeah. Tape World, but yeah. it was downstairs at Gwinnett Place Mall, which they, for those of you who are familiar with Stranger Things, that's where they filmed that. But at one point... They played in a fucking record store, whichever one was downstairs, and they were so fucking loud that the management was like freaking out, like, shut the fuck up, you gotta shut it down, it's too loud. And it was beautiful because it was just loud as shit. And it was brutally loud to the point where it was like, Every fucking person in the mall, like someone's in JC Penny, is like, Let's see if this dress fits. It's just like <laughs> just blasted mojo. Who came up with that idea? I don't know. But I think it was kind of like I think it was like Jeez. instant regret. Like yeah. they were like, Oh shit, we shouldn't have done this. This is way too much. Cause it was loud as fuck. But oh my god, it was glorious. Yeah. That was like you guys at Wilburn Days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got escorted out by the police. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh, it made you don't know come what? back now. You here? When I was uh, Bill's referring to my first band, uh, Vol- no, what was Transgressor? Transgressor, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
we played, we were 16 years old and we were playing like SOD, kill yourself. And, yeah. And uh, we played in a this, town of a bunch of Southern Baptists. Yeah. Our opening act was a three piece bluegrass band. Yeah. Nobody in the band was under 70 years old. <laughs> oh, damn. I, that. I did not know that. That's hilarious. And all of a sudden, they put, we were putting all our stuff on stage. <laughs> That's fucking funny. In every black t shirt from Burtmar. Brookwood, Central, like there were all of a sudden there were a hundred plus kids out there in black Metallica shirts surrounding this stage at an outdoor arts and craft festival. (laughs) (laughs) This little shit town. That was awesome. Yeah, we get up there and we play Kill Yourself, I think is what we (laughs) opened with. (laughs) But honestly, I know we planned this out. I mean, we we talked about this. Did I you mean, plan to piss everybody off? Was that part yes. of the plan? Yes, that absolutely, one hundred percent was part. Hey, of the plan. maybe that'll work for our show. Yeah, and I mean, uh, they uh, kept they kept telling us to turn it down, and so we <gasps> turned it up. He just, <laughs> then finally, they were like, "Y'all are done." And they unplugged us, unplugged everything. Oh, and, they cut the mic. And wow. I guess they were scared all the the black t shirts were gonna fucking. Uh, rebel or right. riot or something yeah, so they're, they so, had, they're so dangerous <laughs> they had the Lilburn police department come in and like escort us out of the park this shit made it to atlanta journal and constitution oh shit they yeah. came to our house and did like a full photo thing yeah. and i've got the article with the pictures and everything <laughs> yeah. oh you gotta put that on the i carry that fucker around i went to every club we wanted to get booked in i like took that article with me i was like this is us can we, can we play here <laughs> it worked yeah it was good shit anyway, awesome but enough about me we'll have to remember that for i remember standing reference. i remember uh standing in the back and I don't know what, I don't know if I was, you know, checking something or doing whatever, but somebody walked up to Tommy while he was playing drums. Yeah. And he was like, turn it down, turn it down. And Tommy's like, I'm going to turn down the drums. <laughs> like, man. I'm the drummer, man. I can't turn anything down. <laughs> it was hilarious. Oh, that's good. Memories. Whoa, whoa. Anyway. So, William, do you have a first uh, mojo experience? I do not. Really? <sighs> no, I never, I don't think I ever really got into them. So. I think I think I mean, the reason I got into him was because I've was heard just, them, but I just never. I think it was because it was why. so heavy and it was so different. There was nothing else to sound because back then it was like Ghost Story and Akathisia were kind of the local right nihilist. metal heroes that nihilist. were yeah, yeah and nihilist for sure yeah. yeah, and then these guys were just square the, peg. Well, they were hole. completely different than the thrash. They were still they were like early considered. Groove thrash because how heavy they were but they had more of the groove kind of that sort of swank to it a little bit kind of i'm doing like the axel rose thing here's the thing here's the thing with stoke mojo and i'm not insulting them uh but oh boy here we go their live show was so much better than any recording they ever made. That's fair. Because to see them live is an experience it's like it back the if you could get in a time machine and go back to the 90s ish I thought the masquerade was going to collapse. Right. I mean, people would jump up and down. And, you know, we were all used to the circle pit and all that. And there was some of that at their shows. But just the up and down people, I mean, I thought I thought the freaking timbers were going to crumble. Well, that's that just that building, though, dude. I don't think it was very safe, actually. (laughs) It stood, though. It lasted. It did. It, It endured, I think. I think that place was blessed on some level. I want to say I saw them probably like 10 times. Um, you know, I saw them when they were first playing like the rec room, the small, smaller clubs. I remember when they were selling the snap and neck CD, like at local shows, but I and saw then they got signed, I think, and re-released it with like proper label support and production and stuff. But yeah, I saw them open for rage one time. 
Really? Um, at That's the ma- Masquerade Music Park, which was okay. out behind the Masquerade. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah. I mean, Rage was really good, but I like Stoke Mojo better. I was like, you know, as good as Rage, it was the Empire. Well, some of that's the home, hometown style, too, though. You got right. to support. But I will say Stoke Mojo had as many fans there as Rage did. That's good. That's fair. I know they did do a big draw in Atlanta. There was a story one time, me and Adam went to go see a show. It was at center stage. I don't know if it was Slayer. It might have been Slayer. It might have been because it might have gotten somebody else. to. I might have gotten him to drive because I used to have a deal where it was like I would buy somebody's ticket if they would drive so I could get just completely obliviated <laughs> and hammered. Right. right. And I think after whatever main show we went to, which I think might have been a Slayer show, I think Mojo was playing like downstairs and whatever other venue was attached to the center stage. Yeah. And we went to go see them, and I think I was so fucking – blinded out of my mind that I didn't even know what was going on. Might have even thrown up in a girl's vagina or something. Oh. I don't know. I don't know if I did, dude. I can't remember. It's a blackout night. Uh, okay. All I'm saying is, is that they played after that show, whatever that show was. And Anyway, let's get so to the, some music. Yeah, their first album came out in 95. <laughs> Snapping Nuts. I, I think that was kind of like a re-release. It was, because like it was a demo. Demo stuff, because yeah. everything on this is... Quality, yeah. Anything you could take, you could pick anything on here. And it's Killer good. opener for sure. Got to yeah, play that one. yeah. So, so yeah, really? not promised tomorrow. Yeah. You get twenty something vibes right now. Yeah. My dick's actually getting hard. <laughs> It got better every album. But. Oh, his t- his tone is ridiculous. Every album, it just it's just like you know, Iomi's just got the Iomi sound, yeah. and yeah. Hetfield's got the Hetfield sound. Rich Ward has the Rich Ward sound. Definitely that that sound, especially after hearing us play. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, shit, that's so much better. Yeah, <laughs> just the sound of it. Yeah, the oh, tone it's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah, uh, we, but it matches their music. It does. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, two does. minutes of death. We got to hear two minutes of death. All right, for sure. Cause that's just that's intensity front to back, wide open. Wait for it.
rich on the backup vocals, man. Yeah. It's just totally it was killer. the vibe of their music. Like what I was saying before, like their live show. When you hear that live, it's, it's so totally much better different. than it is. It yeah. doesn't do it justice. It's kind of like, yeah. well, you you should know. It's kind of like like the first three Kiss albums, not even comparable to like Kiss Live. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's kind of it's kind of the same thing. It's a lot the same thing actually. Uh, okay. I mean, their songs. I mean, they had hugs and it, but I don't think they ever wrote that great radio rock song. You know what I mean? Wait, are yeah. we still talking about Black Kiss Rage? or these guys? Oh, okay, sorry. Black Rage. <laughs> yeah. Did you say Black Rage? But when you hear Black Rage. Okay, yeah. sorry. I thought you said Black Rage. Just I'm like, settle the fuck down. I didn't mean. know that was a band. Black Rage. Good but man. I know that's a, that's a good phenomenon. <laughs> phenomenon. <laughs> phenomenon. <laughs> All right, so maybe move up to uh, Pig, Walk. Pig Walk. Yeah, Pig Walk was really good. I think Pig Walk was the first album that really captured their production. Whoops. Yeah. I, I say opener. Opener's killer. To, yeah. Really, the whole thing's good. I, th- I think we got to hear when, the sermon uh, at some Frank point. Frank the Tank joined the band on this album. Okay. The new drummer, Frank the Tank. Yeah, th- this was the, uh, I think in terms of production quality, this might have been like the jump from like, say... Killing is my business to peace cells. I think Corey joined the band on this. Yeah, yeah. This is where Corey Lowry, the brother of Clint Lowry from uh, Seven Dust, uh, he joined on this album. Actually, from- production wise, this might be the jump from like Hell Awaits to Rain and Blood. Don't you think? It's, yeah, because the production on this one went way through the roof. It was way more in your face guitar style. Here comes the monsters. Good too. Yeah, yeah start with that I guess good. Pig Walk and yeah. yeah. Here's your KNT. Listen to that pause in the mix. God, that's heavy. <laughs> Indeed. It's a far cry from the first album. Yeah. Sounds more like ministry. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. They're working on a new one. Yeah, that's all right. That's ministry. Yeah. That too. Yeah. Very similar. Track three. Here comes the monster. This one's badass. Yeah, it's good too. This whole album is kind of got to hear the sermon, I think, after. Marshall. 
quite the groove, yeah. People go nuts. I'm sure. It's fucking awesome. Uh, can, we, can we hear the sermon? If I had to pick, I got to say the sermon and violated. Not in that order. I mean, in the Dearly order, beloved. But... Dearly beloved. Brothers and sisters, we live in a troubled time. We live in a time when lack of ability and talent is mistaken for genius. <laughs> when jumping on a bandwagon, it's considered originality. Needed musical revolution has been weakened, perverted, polluted until it's no more than a hideous fashion show. <laughs> a fashion show that began as a rebellion itself against corporate mainstream. Yet today it finds itself to be the very mainstream. That it claimed to be an alternative to it. Talk about grunge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All the bands who would before criticize arena rock stars now find themselves arena rock stars. What was once the antidote has now become the poison. The poison. Amen. Yes. Yes. Amen. Let's hear let's hear a smidge violated before we move on, just because this this is I don't know, this was kind of like their pre black album, maybe. A little bit, no? This is their rock. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe both. Seven decks will be possible. Yeah. That's why I hear a little bit of this. Fucking tone, man. Come on. That's a Marshall? How the Modified. Fuck, how the fuck does every Marshall sound completely fucking different? Yeah, give it to the chorus. It's kind of doomy. That's Devin Townsend, by the way. Okay, I'm good. I just had to hear that. Oh. That's very good. Yeah, Devin Townsend did some uh, backing vocals on this album, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Veggie, veggie nice. Then we go to uh, Ryzen. Ryzen. Ryzen's good, man. There's some. That, I never, I didn't get the whole wrestling, wrestling thing. I mean, obviously. That's what I mean. Rising would be their black album, I think. You think? Well, they got into the wrestling business. Uh, the the video for uh, Mojo Rising took place in a wrestling ring in the middle of the masquerade. Uh, maybe oh, we should watch the video okay. for that one. I was gonna say we. I was gonna say y'all play the intro. Just oh yeah, the, the intro is good. 
the United States in 1997. I thought it was Neil Bortz, isn't it? It is Neil Bortz. I feel like I used to do like a, the only good Neil Bortz impression I would do would be when I would say Belinda. Hey, Belinda. Hey, Belinda. Hey, Belinda. You know, Belinda. Now I just made him sound Midwestern. That's offensive. He's not Midwestern. (laughs) He's a fucking Southern dude. He lives in Florida and Georgia at the same time. I just love how he shits on the Clintons. The United States in 1997. The president of the United States, the leader of the free world, Whitewater, Chinese contributions laundered into the Democratic National Committee. Yep. Dead attorneys. Yep. Scandals left and right. Uh Missing files. Mm -hmm. And what are we preoccupied with? What to name his dog. A bitch. The United States in 1997 with the president of the United States, a crooked figurehead. Goddamn right. Okay. All right. Actually, that's even a good song. I, go to Crooked Figurehead because that, that's such a good way to open. It's just straight. All right. And then right what in the song, face. What song do you what want was me to look video? up on oh, The video would be uh, Rising. Rising. Okay. okay. Look who the producer is. Sneak. Yeah. yeah. I remember when I got that disc, I listened to that. All right, here's quite the, a bit. Uh, the official video for official. Hey, fans, we're back with this evening's main event. And as you can see, one of the true greats of the sport has joined us for this evening's action DDP Diamond Dallas Page. It's a pleasure. Of course, it's your pleasure, Mikey. You talk about action, I was just in the back with the boys, Stuck Mojo. And let me tell you, these boys are cocked, locked, and ready to rock. Cocked. And the fans, they are as well. Because during that commercial break, all I heard was them chanting, Mo, Joe, Mo, Joe. <laughs> Got me doing it too. DDP, it sounds like you and Stuck well, Mojo. Well, wait a minute. Well, Mo, Joe may be a good tag team, but they still don't have what it takes to become a great tag team. If those gold belts around the waist don't mean anything to you, huh? World champions. Rising. I think they did this inside the masquerade. Is that ref like three feet tall? Yeah. <laughs> That's Corey singing. I like when they started doing that. The more melodic stuff. Yeah, Corey could sing. Clint could sing. It added a dimension to your sound. Probably. He's gotta be. He's gotta be. I'm sure he fucking is. Awesome. All right, before before we get off this one, we got to hear a little bit of Back in the Saddle. Okay. Because that one, just, if you just base it on tone, if you just go with the tone alone. 
Did they not put Sweet Leaf on an album? I thought it was they on should this have. I thought they it was on this should. one. I don't know. They didn't. That was, the, by the way, I was telling Bill during one of the previous songs, that was the one I was trying to think of. It was the Violate This. Uh, and I couldn't remember, but that was the other one. What were we going to listen uh, to? Go back to... Uh, um, I'm looking for Sweet Leaf. No, no, no. No, the, uh, Back in the Saddle. Yeah, I'm looking for Sweet Leaf. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Hold your fucking horse. They have, they sorry. Have, Seriously. I, I guess they never recorded sorry. it. I don't, I don't think, think they, they did. did. Maybe not. Maybe not. Back in the song. Listen to this. Dang. Yes. That's what the bunker pen means. Yes. Some of that. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. You gotta give this one a second. Especially up to the chorus, because it's just fucking... Can you feel the huevos? Jacksonville and yeah. Lint Biscuit would open for them. Mm, wow. Corn would open for them. Corn opened for them at the Masquerade one time. Wow. Yeah. That would have been an impressive show to yeah. see. What the fuck? They should have been. They didn't have the hit. You know what I mean? It was like. Yeah, they were kind of undergroundish. I guess they were almost kind of like the slayer of like that. Well, well you know, Seven Dust used to, I, I used to hear with John Bitch because like. Godsmack would open for Seven Dust, but back in the nineties, wow, and they went way above. Right. You know, it's just weird how it works. You know, you got to have that fucking radio hit there. Yeah, but they weren't really a radio band. Which no. God bless them, they shouldn't have been a radio band because I yeah. think that would have completely destroyed everything that Mojo stood for. Yeah, it's just like I'm pretty sure they wanted to have that song. I mean, every band does. Maybe, but I mean, it's like at the same time they always. The one thing that was always great about going to a Mojo show is that you knew exactly what you got and what you paid for. Now, after that album, uh, Rising, I'm not as familiar because okay. that's when I kind of dropped off the uh, the heavy scene. For so, me. Declaration of a Headhunter was kind of the last one where I was at. I got the Violate This EP compilation thing, but this was the last one album that I bought. I think this might be their black album because this seemed like it was just hit after hit. Well, not in a shitty way, what, this dude. This album? It was more like they're far beyond driven, I guess. Okay. Okay. Kind of because better. It, better, right? Better. Well, I mean, that went to like number one. So, I mean, I don't know if this one went to number one or not, but but this one had just so many fucking Is good Bones songs. on this one? Yeah. Okay. But this one had so many good songs just all over it. You could really just, you could almost grab anything and it would be good. Mark the time. That's marked. You could totally mark the time. The other thing I kind of liked about Mojo is later on, especially like on this one, 
they started doing like the the goofy little openers and stuff like like hate breed the song it's got all the coke lines is killer but the intro <laughs> a lesson in insensitivity yeah. which whoever typed that is probably that wrong yeah. it's probably the same person that typed the back of the uh, acdc back in black version that i have which by the way is spelled given g-i-v-e-n the dog oh, a bone given as in like like Mike Tyson's girlfriend from back in the day is given, but would that be yes? But it was given, yes. <laughs> okay. You got, you got you got to do the uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> do a little bit of the the uh, the killer intro and then go into hate breed. Hello. Hello. This is Sally Smothers. Like me, you've probably noticed that in America, our inner cities are filled with people who call a sewer grate home. And some can't even remember their last meal. <laughs> the luxuries that most of us have worked our whole lives to obtain will most likely never be experienced by these less fortunate souls. Howdy, folks. John Neighborly here. <laughs> we in the Mojo family would like you to join in the fight to help these people. Our progressive outreach program starts with bringing the want ad section from local newspapers to the attention of these victims. <laughs> then we begin kicking them and scream, get a fucking job, you bums. You make me sick. I want to kill you. We feel that our radical techniques have motivated our less fortunate citizens, as well as providing a much needed tension release for our overtaxed population. For more information, please call the Hatebreed Group at 827-HATE. And thanks for your support. <laughs> All the coke lines. Every single one. I love Doug Mugger. It's going on the shoe flay when I get back in the car. Nice. Yeah. Maybe uh, grab that one, one there, Russell. Raise the dead. That's man. a good one. Yeah. It is a good one. A little melodic. Listen to the harmonies. A lot of guitar harmonies going on. What shoes they have lined up on this album? Different bass story. Second guitar player on okay. this side. Yeah. 
Nothing wrong with that. And Andy Sneed produced it, so yeah. you know it's quality. Uh, yeah. By the way, I do have him on the on the to do list for the future. Oh yeah. Of the uh, killer producers, I think he's the first name. Andy Sneed Productions. Yeah. yeah, he's got a Snape. quite the portfolio. All right, so uh, okay, this is the first album without bones. Now, real quick, before we mm-hmm. go to this one, I love Goblin Cock. That's fine. Um, release date. Can you look at the violate this and see when that came out? This says 2007 for that. Okay, this came first. So the okay, so the violate this. Here's what we were talking about before. This was like a EP compilation had a bunch of just unreleased B sides and different shit on it, demos and How stuff. How does it not have fucking? Well, it's got like it's got Rat Child and Shout the Devil. Let's listen to those. Yeah, either one. I was just trying to remember where they were in the chronology, but because after this, I kind of stopped. I didn't get anything else after. Well, I think they broke up, and this was like a uh, the last kind of hail. They had to give something to contract to the record label. Yeah, Yeah. I think it was. Uh, Rich and Bones didn't get along anymore. That's kind of sad. I think, and. This is just allegedly Bones. Allegedly. Bones had uh, some substance issues. Allegedly, that tends to fuck up a lot of bands. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly, I've got a 15-inch Goblin cock. (laughs) It literally eats shit. I can, like, put her down on the ground like an aardvark, and it just just sucks it all up. All right. Let's play this song now. Rat Child? Yeah. Might as well. Ooh, studio style. Flipping. Yeah. It was mixed like that. It was mixed like that. Obviously not Bones. I don't know who that is. Might be David Townsend. A rich. That's That's Bones. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's Devin Townsend and Bones. If I'm not mistaken. The mix is That's pretty cool. It's very it's it sounds almost like it was like a try that one, I guess. Shout the devil. Yeah. It could have been like demo style, like yeah. they didn't clean it up. Brick walled the this whole thing. Big lot sessions. Yeah, yeah these, so these were demos. This has all the coke lines too, by the way. Or the caulk lines if you're into that. Never snort any of that, but that's fucking Devin Townsend for sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Bad production fucks with me. It it kind of fucks it up, but you know what? I kind of like the rawness of it. Yeah. So then uh, let's go to the next, the next studio, studio album. album. But let's okay, watch the this video. Is, this is new territory for me. So this is what, uh, Southern Born Killers? Yeah, see if you can find the video for Open Season. That was the only song I really heard from this. But Holy shit, I was just looking at the song title, Metal is Dead. It's terrible. This is their new singer or vocalist, whatever you want to call him. Vocalist. Yeah, this is it. So not Bones. We don't. Probably. No, it's definitely it's Lord Nelson. Okay, it's different dude. Yeah. 
This is new territory for me, so. This is like after 9-11 rituals. Oh, okay. Hence the buildings. And the guns. Sounds so stolid. Kinda. I like it though, it works. Hold on, it's gonna break into something. Season. That kind of sounds like mid 2000s, so you can kind of hear it. Yeah. Or late 2000s, 07. Was it 07? 07, yeah. It was, it was good. Uh, He's a different vibe than Bones. Yeah. I still like it, though. I think it yeah. fits. I kind of want to hear, uh, I don't know, I kind of want to hear Metal is Dead. All right. Metal is Dead. I mean, really anything on there looks good, but I, I definitely kind of want to hear that one. Ooh, I love that. The label, Psalms of the Ward. That's a oh. killer label name. <laughs> Hail to Rich Ward for probably one of the best label the names in metal. Yeah, the Duke of Metal. Is this a... He was brought to the place and was shot and left behind. Who pulled the trigger? <laughs> I don't give you any names. That's red. That's so cool. It is. Me like it. A little bit. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I get that. Well played, well played. Uh, Come on, let's fist. That's well played. Yeah. Very good. Nice uh, fisting. <laughs> that was a that was a worthy fisting for sure. <laughs> well that was cool. Oh uh, shit. Let's move to the next I think we got like what two or three more? Yeah. It's kind of tragic though. I, I kinda hate it when bands that are so killer don't get their due and they they put out like a handful of albums and then they kind of morph into something else, but 
I don't it's know always anything tragic. off of this. This is which one? The Great Revival? Yeah. This is 2008. Who's the singer on this one? Lord big, Nelson. Lord Nelson. So that's the yeah. dude that we just heard, right? Yeah. Okay. I do like that dude. You're going to make that a fucking button, aren't you? <laughs> you are now. I mean, I know you are. I mean, well, what have we done all day, Matt? Oh, we've just been sitting down here recording and fucking editing and doing shit. So, you know, Bill's going to be like, I'm in fucking button mode now. Guess who, button, uh, right? See what the Coke lines? Because I don't know anything off this. Yeah, one. I'm not yeah. familiar. November 2008 was from this one. Holy shit, man. I've been married for like eight months when this came out. Actually, eight months to the fucking day when this came out. That's crazy. Yeah, I know people. I used to be married. It was a thing for a little while. <laughs> oh, the- holy shit! This is loaded with coke lines. This yes. is like the this is like the Charlie Sheen tribute album. Fucking across the board, <laughs> everything is coke lines. This must have been a good album. I didn't yeah. know about. God damn it! I'm gonna have to go shopping when I get home and try the flood. I guess. So. I kind of want to hear that opener. Okay. I bet that or well, well the, the 26th. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. But wonder what it goes into though, because you know they're good with openers. Let's check out the flood. Do that first. <laughs> Sounds good. You got it. <laughs> Somebody's getting waterboarded. Moist. It is moist. <laughs> oh, you're like a egg roll? Huh? I'm so damn stressed and so depressed. People wonder why my life seems so blessed. A family man, yes, I've had success, but inside I've died a thousand deaths. My wife makes comments that I ain't worthy and tells me often, You don't deserve me. Used to respond, but she never heard me. Mentally, she's trying to work me. Now the skies are Yeah. any of that nice that was cool that was very yeah. nice let's check out another let's grab another one uh what do you think russell uh i don't know there's a miracle uh, okay uh i fuck this there's Country a miracle. Road. take me home no you don't think it's that one do you do you i kind of don't you think but i mean it's still got all the coke lines uh, i want to hear it it is it's is based it? on john denver is it real oh go well then let's play. fucking do it let's play. do it country road Yeah, I feel like I'm going to expect to be surprised on this a little bit. This was their experimental album. Okay, I like that. Yeah. If that's an adaptation, that's really cool. Well done. 
myself like my job. Yeah, I was thinking the same. I think it's gonna go somewhere though. I do. It's very, well, okay, it's very different from our mojo yeah. from back in the day. Yeah. Maybe not Bill's mojo. That's good. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's, it's a different vibe than yeah. fucking pig walk and declaration and all that. But are we at the last? Didn't they release one like a couple of years back? Let's do one more. One yeah. more? Let's try that. What do you think? Which one? 15 minutes? Let's try that. It's a technically killer open. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. My bad. That's all right. Technical difficulties. Please stand by. Yeah. That was good, though. Yeah, that was good. All right. So the next one. one. Here come the infidels. This is the most recent. Fucking A, dude. The most recent album, and it's eight years old. Didn't that fuck with your head a little bit? Who sings on this one? 2016? Robbie J. Funtz. Funtz? F-O-N-T-S. Funtz. Funtz. You know, a pot. Like a okay. Helvetica. Not that it rhymes with Ariel. Hunt. Comic signs. Or punt. Or let's go ahead and just punt. say it. Cunt. Ooh, I like the cover of that. It's very red, white, and bluish. Kind of like the triangle ASMR. Ooh, dude, they got a Charles Bronson song. You know we got to hear that. Rape I mean, whistle. Rape, I mean, rape whistles fucking all the coke lines. So, yeah, let's do rape whistle first. Go get the rape whistle. Yeah. They kind of went back to the roots a little bit. Sounds like a uh, little bit like Mike Patton, and a little bit like Bones. It's like Mike Patton, Chuck D, and Bones yeah. kind of all together. Yeah. Okay, I kind of feel like a little bit of Charles Bronson back right here. Yeah, it's Charles Bronson. It's a bald mix for sure. Yeah. 
death wish marathon now. Fucking do it. That was a fun. That was a fun walk down memory lane. That yeah. All that new stuff though. I mean, I, I had no idea. Yeah. Like after declaration, I was kind of out. So. It was, yeah. That was a nice surprise to kind of go back and. Get some here's some of, here's some of that stuff. Yeah. Okay. I, I kind of hope they time machine and go back to one of their shows. Back do in something. The, yeah. Dude, I'm telling Auburn. you, when time travel happens, we're doing that. And time travel happens. I'm going to be the when? bass player of ACDC. <laughs> dude, you're you're overqualified. I want really. that job. I mean, <laughs> I want that job so bad. <laughs> dude, listen to me, Russell. Mm-hmm. I want you to listen. Yes, sir. And being completely serial when I tell you this. I love the helmet. That too. You're almost too overqualified to be a bass player. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're qualified, but you're almost a little too overqualified. I want to be easy. You're almost punching down, player. really, in a way. You'd be. I've, I want the money. I don't. I don't want to say it to be offensive, but I feel like you'd be punching down if you played for. I feel like you could do more than ACDC, dude. Like you could do. Like an ACDC slash Dream Theater tribute band. I you can totally do that it. job. Anyway. Um, <laughs> you want a cush job is what you're saying. When I was fumbling cush. around on uh, the YouTubes last night trying to find stuff that entertained fumbling. me. Yeah, I do that. Uh, I found a Foo Fighters concert where Dave Chappelle got up and sang Creep oh, by shit. Radiohead. <laughs> yeah. By, by Radiohead? I'm not saying I want you to play it, but yeah, yeah. when you're bored and like on YouTube, yeah, uh, there's a live concert and all of a sudden Dave Chappelle's up on stage with Foo Fighters and he's singing Creep. Wow. It's, That's And it's not good. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it sounds just like Dave Chappelle. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, he's not singing. He's just Dave Chappelle. But you know what? On a tangential note, because I didn't know this for years until I saw a video years ago, I had no idea that Richard Pryor was as talented as he was. He was a singer at one point, a very piano, good he? singer. He played, uh, he, I think he played piano. Yeah. I think he played some other instruments too, but I mean, yeah. he was multifaceted. Yeah. He was more than just a funny dude and an actor. I mean, he had, you yeah. know, and even Charlie Chaplin, who, by the way, was rocking the toothbrush way before Adolf was. Apparently, it was a popular thing. And here's, I got to ask you guys this since we're getting ready to wrap up the show. I'm thinking about cutting all this shit off, cleaning up, kind of going back to, you know, rip up the sod and just do hardwoods in the wall in the yard and stuff. I thought about maybe like on the night that I go do comedy yeah. at Sweetwater in Duluth on Thursdays. I, I thought about doing just a toothbrush, like no, bald no. all over. Dude, there's no Jews that come out there usually. It doesn't I mean, matter. <laughs> it, it's, a, it's a legit mustache, though, dude. Michael I mean, Jordan wore it for a while. Just because that cunty fucking Austrian asshole did it and murdered a bunch of people doesn't mean it was bad. Charlie Chaplin had it first, and did you know? It was tape. It wasn't tape. It I was, it was, it was hair. Tape. No, it was a oh. fucking mustache. Did you know that Charlie Chaplin was, A, he was 88 years old when he passed away. He passed away on Christmas Day, 1977. Had no idea. He was born in the 1800s, dude. Fucking. Really? Yeah. Are you sure about that? I fucking Googleized or Wikipediaized it the other night. You sure you're not talking about Groucho Marx? No, Charlie <laughs> Chaplin. <laughs> I, th- I think he uh, cut off his toothbrush after. See? Hitler. Kind of. Not really, but he cut it off, I think, after apparently. Yeah. See? 89 to 77. Baby face style. Wow. But he cut it off, I think, after Adolf fucked it up for everybody. Uh, he's a fucking communist anyway. So Dude, Adolf or no, not Charlie? Chaplin. Chuck? Yeah. Communist? Yeah. Nah, I don't know. 
<laughs> he's a comic dude. Maybe not. Yeah. A tr- uh, what's his name was after him? Uh, Hoover. Well, no, fucking. What? Who was the big? Adolf commie? was a socialist. Who was the big commie uh, hunter? Uh, FBI. Hunter? Biden. FBI. Uh, oh, uh, fucking. Back in the fifties. Hoover. Hoover. Yeah. 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 He was. He was all hot and bothered, wanting some. Wanting him some. Uh, Charlie Chaplin. Wasn't Hoover like a crossdresser? Then? He was a body remover. Wasn't he like a trans before trans, rage trans? machine? I don't know. Body remover. <laughs> a body remover. a body remover. Uh, okay. I think they just said that because it rhymed, dude. I don't it think did. they actually. It, rhymed it still does. It still does. <laughs> okay, so quick quick uh, health corner thing. I know we're wrapping up. We're about to get out of here and empty our balls and stuff. I do too, dude. I'm going to ask Bill because he's the most healthy of the three of us. I've been reading a thing about how if you do like a tablespoon of olive oil a day, it's supposed to be good for you. Have you ever heard that? I have heard that. Have you ever done that? I have not done that. I wonder about an olive oil enema, if that would make a difference. Probably not. Easier. Insert. Make it slippery down there. Make things slip and slide down there way more easier and stuff. Appreciate you asking. All right, let's get the fuck Uh, out of here. So sorry. Fucking A, people. Thank you for joining us and listening to our nonsense. And uh, I don't know when the doomsicle will be. We're going to wait. And it's coming. It's coming. So we're just putting the teaser out there for you. There's going to be a me. teaser, right? I think at, at the end point. of this one, we'll, yeah, we'll stick yeah, a little. You're going to drop, drop a little teaser in there? And stick a little in there? That's right. Just a tip. Just a tip. <laughs> 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 Fucking knew it. Bill's always there. He's always on time. Anyway, thank you guys for listening, and until the next, until we the thank next. you. Until the next. And we'll see you uh, soon. Bye-bye, man. Take Bye. care now. Later. Hello, everyone. This is frickin' Dr. Eviler coming at you live from the Metal Nerdery 33rd Floor Inverted Underground Bunker Poon Studio gift shop. If you're unable to get down to the depths of the bowels of the Bunker Poon Studios, you may go check out metalnerdery.com slash merch and make a perch of some merch. Dr. Evil out. (laughs) You put your dick in there. I feel weird doing your thing. I like sitting back and watching, you know? Oh, it's jacking up, bro. Let's do some fucking goblin cock. All goblin cock all the time. My dick's actually getting hard. Really, the whole thing's good. You could almost grab anything and it would be good. I still like it, though. I think it fits. I dig that dude, man. He fits. My balls fell asleep. It's all bullshit. There's no moon. I love when I love goblin cock. Thrashy.